In Camden Town, I'll meet you at the underground In Camden Town, we'll walk there as the sun goes down In Camden Town Welcome to Camdeners, the official podcast for the Camden Clean Air Initiative with me, Geoffrey Young. In this podcast, we get to know and discover the lives of Camdeners, those special individuals shaping the unique and vibrant culture of the borough of Camden. Today, we speak with Nicola Wilson from Great Ormond Street Hospital. Welcome, Nicola. Hi, and thanks for inviting me. Great. Well, um, perhaps you could give us a little bit of background on yourself and how your career has evolved. Yeah, sure. Um, so I am originally from Birkenhead on the Wirral. Uh, get the ferry across the Mersey and you'll find my home there. Um, but I've been at uh, in London and at Great Ormond Street for about 13 years. Um, so I kind of wonder now whether I would be classed as a Londoner. I don't know if that's the case. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> I feel accepted by my community. <laughs> um, and sort of work-wise... I am currently the lead clinical educator at Great Ormond Street. So I lead a team of uh, nurses that train other nurses in their specialties. So when you come out of nursing, you have a great foundation knowledge. But my team will teach you things like how do you care for a child on dialysis or how do you care for a child after brain surgery? Um, So they really teach that extra specialty knowledge that you would need to know. And I, I lead them. We're incredibly blessed to have the the NHS and all the good work of all the medical staff in the in the in the UK. Perhaps tell us about your own medical journey. I recognise that there's so many different uh, routes into nursing. For mine, mine was probably quite an easy one. I always knew I'd be a nurse. I always wanted to be a paediatric nurse. Um, So quite simply, when you have to make those really hard life decisions at a young age of 17, I uh, chose the best course that I could find out there. Um, And I applied for a master's in nursing at Nottingham. Um, And that was a really good course at the time. Um, From there, I moved from Nottingham down to Chelsea and Westminster. Um, I did what we call a rotation. So I uh, worked on a number of different wards at Chelsea and really kind of um, built up that background knowledge um, and skill in nursing. Um, I had met my husband along the way and he's an architect. So we ended up doing many years of training for him and backwards and forwards to different cities for his university. So we went back to Nottingham for a few years, then to Scotland, because nursing allows you a change in your path and your career. And I went up to Scotland when my first nephew was born to support my sister um, and worked up in Edinburgh for a while. And then finally came down to Great Ormond Street 13 years ago. But why nursing? What made you know that was the career for you? Wow, good question. I actually believe that people have many different careers in their lives now. Um, So nursing is the career that was right for me at the time and is right for me at the moment. I don't necessarily know if it would be my vocation forever. Um, I'd love to be a small holder, but um, having land in London would be next to impossible. At the time, why pick nursing? I guess I just any role models? Anyone, um, anyone that you, anyone in your no, family? That nobody in my family was in the caring career. I was in a really academic school uh, where people were pushed to be 
pushed or nudged to be lawyers, medics, mm. you know, the traditional kind of professions. And so it was a surprise to people when I wanted to be a nurse rather than be a medic, um, because, of course, both caring professions in their own rights. But I couldn't picture myself being that sort of shorter part of a patient or a child's uh, journey through healthcare. Uh, really the bit of care for me is about more that 12-hour shift. The you know the, the rest of the team have come in, supported opinions, given diagnosis, but nurses are there for the wider care, for the unseen bits. Um, mm. and, and that meant a lot and still does mean a lot to me. The unseen bits, so quite profound, really. <laughs> Possibly too profound for a rainy day in Camden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There must be some hard times. There are some really hard times. Um, and definitely, um, I, d I won't speak for all nurses, but I I hold the harder times closer to me than the easier times. Um, I remember the patients that have been harder patients. Um, and I, I'm, when I say harder patients, I don't mean that they're difficult in, in their mentality at all. I mean harder patients as in um, the ones that really touch your heart. Um, and for me, that's not really the sickest kids um, all the time. It's the kids that um, don't have the privileged upbringing that I had. And by privileged, I mean I was surrounded by a family full of love and support that just wanted the best for me. And the patients that I find hard not hard to care for, but ones that really touch me are the ones that don't have that privilege of that care and that loving family. Or should it even be a privilege? It's not. Yeah. It's a basic, right? Basic human right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you there. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the history of Great Ormond Street. Wonderful hospital, amazing institution right here in the borough of Camden. I wonder if you give us some background on the hospital itself. Yeah, so the hospital recently celebrated its 171st birthday. So it was set up in 19, no, 1852 um, and with the motto of Child First and Always. Um, and that's a motto that still rings very true today. Whatever current strategy or values we have, it's the motto that has seen us through all of those 171 years. We've got 63 different specialties within the hospital. So when I say specialties, I mean whether it's renal, cardiac, metabolic, all of those different kind of areas within the trust. Um, and we really pride ourselves on being a teaching hospital and a research hospital mm -hmm. as well. So what can we do to improve care now, but also what could care look like in the future for our patients? Phenomenal. So it's a hospital that's specifically designed for children. What, what are the sort of the elements that, that make it so different from a broader hospital for all? Yeah. Um, other than the smell when you walk in, <laughs> that sounds awful, but sometimes you walk into hospitals and Great Ormond Street doesn't have that hospital smell. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> That's my my feeling. Yeah. I think for us, it's really important to have an area or an environment and staff that really understand that children aren't just mini adults, whether it's physically that they are so very different. Um, our anatomy is different. You know, you look at a child's airway and it's uh, different and changes through their lifespan. But you also look at their development and their awareness and interaction with the spaces around them. 
And I think any of us, when we go through a really stressful period, like having a newly diagnosed illness or a long-term illness that we're trying to get to grips with and how our life changes and how our identity changes as a result of that, you need to be supported by a space and an environment that understands what you're going through and understands your needs specifically. And I think we can offer that at Great Ormond Street. Amazing. Curious question, are there many other hospitals of its kind across the UK? Yeah, there are a number of other children's hospitals that really stand out and give excellent care. And you could continually name them, whether that's Adam Brooks or Older Hay or Bristol or Birmingham, they give absolutely outstanding paediatric care. We are just lucky to work alongside them. Yeah, flying the flag, at least as far as the external world, but there's so many other great hospitals doing great things out there for children. So what do you love about working there? I love the team. Um, I'm really privileged with the team that I work with, um, the team that I manage, the people that are alongside me every day in my office um, through the good times and the bads. And I certainly we've probably all recognised that healthcare has been very hard for us over the last few years through COVID. And I would probably say not just the educators that I work with, um, but all of the MDT as well. Um, MDT. Oh, Medi- sorry. Yeah, multidisciplinary team. Multidisciplinary Yeah, <laughs> completely. Um, so whether it's physios, OTs, speech and language therapists, medics, um, pharmacists, everybody uh, that works at Great Ormond Street has this feeling about them that they want to do their job well, but they always want to see how they can improve and take that reflection and do better. Um, And it also astounds me how many different roles there are in healthcare. All the different things that you would never think when you choose your career um, as at school or at college, you never believe that there's all those roles that you could get into. Fascinating, really insightful. Someone that's only spent a few times in hospital, <laughs> luckily so far, um, and never really had the, the hard times of having a child in hospital. So I'm, I've been very lucky and very blessed. So this is really insight for me. Thank you for this. Well, hopefully you don't have to ever come if that sounds all, <laughs> yeah. My kids are getting old. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be amazed how long we keep our children for. <laughs> Excellent. Is there anything else happening at the hospital? Um, Anything new or planned in the future that you'd like to highlight? Yes. So um, we were the first London NHS Trust to declare a climate and health emergency. And with that comes an awful lot of work alongside it. And looking at our existing infrastructure, but also our models of care. And we've got some really great projects that are going on alongside that. So examples include one of our occupational therapists, Jacqueline Gordon, looking at sustainable and affordable period health. Or the fact that we've brought in Peter Pambulances, which are our electronic ambulance fruit. Wow. (laughs) So, yeah, lots going on there, especially around sustainability. Great. Well, that's great that the hospital is really taking um, sustainability, you know, very seriously. We've even got bees on the roof, um, which is a really great aspect for our children at our hospital school to start learning about and learning and integrating wildlife into our everyday classrooms. Wow. Not to dampen the spirit, though, but just to think about the Camden Clean Air Initiative and, and respiration. (laughs) No, <laughs> respiratory <otherwise>, respiratory <laughs> must be a big part of the the care as well and things like asthma i mean how 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 much of a feature is re- respiratory issues with children I think when it comes to talking about clean air it is vital that we consider it with our patients with asthma 
100% vital, but it's not just those patients. How would I be dealing with air pollution if I had a chronic condition like um, cystic fibrosis? How does it affect our patients with cardiac conditions? We know now that there's more research around mental health and clean air or air pollution. You're more likely, or there are, there is definitely research around uh, having a child as a neonate rather than at term because of air pollution. So there is a phenomenal amount of research now around air pollution and its effects on health that really we're just starting to grapple with and work out how do we incorporate this into our care? How do we inform and help our patients to understand this? Yeah. So I wonder if you could tell us about any other initiatives, especially those involved with the hospitals been involved with recently. Yeah, so we've had to um, work up our green plan, as it were. And from a high level, we've got 10 programmes of work. And they include anything from digital transformation to sustainable care and medicines, travel and transport, all sorts of things that we're looking at as a trust. But one of the key areas for us and us as part of Camden, you're right, is absolutely that clean air. So many of our staff have taken up active transport and we're encouraging them to do that, whether it's walking or cycling to work. Um, we're very lucky now to have our annual play street um, with the support of the council um, where we close Great Ormond Street off to traffic um, for a day a year and it's a magical day where we encourage patients, families, the local community to come and join us and play um, on that street but really it's that advocacy piece of work around having clean air for our children um, in the area. Um, and then recently what we've done is we've worked alongside Imperial University um, for data of av average annual air pollution levels. And we've linked that to every one of our patients' uh, postcodes. And so now if you come to Great Ormond Street, the clinician can see on your documents, um, on your electronic documentation, if you live in an area that has a high level of PM 2.5, so that fine particulate matter, or a high level of nitrous oxide. And so we're able to flag if you live in a risk area. Wow. We're so aware that we can't go advising people to move house. You know, that's not a luxury that all of us have at all. But it's thinking with our patients, how, what can you do to adapt your lifestyle or the environment that you're in to ensure that you're a little bit safer? So are you checking your cleaning products to see if they have VOCs in them? Um, if you're opening your windows, are you opening the windows to the back of your flats rather than the front onto a main road? So really taking all of that information that you would get from Camden Council um, and the Clean Air campaign there, but really linking it in with our patients that come from nationally and internationally. How can we support them? And Great Ormond Street has also been part of the, the Parklet programme that which um, Camden Cleaner are also involved in. What if you could tell us about how it's gone for you? Yeah, we love our Parklet. Absolutely love it outside. And I don't know who the person is that magically um, replants things in the seasons or helps it keep going because it always looks better than I think it should do when I look at my own garden. I know that Magali um, from Great Ormond Street was really key in helping initiate that. Um, it's really lovely to to see patients and parents have a space um, outside the hospital where they can just breathe, where they can take 
what they're experiencing inside and just have a moment to themselves outside. Um, and the parklet is just magic. Um, and I would hope that many other people would take that up as well. Well, we're so proud to have our great Ormond Street in the borough of Camden. I want to say thank you to all the doctors and nurses and all the multidisciplinary teams that actually do all the remarkable and tremendous work. And a big thank you, Nicola, for being here today with us on, on Camdeners. Thank you very much for having me. And that's all this week for Camdeners. Camdeners was recorded in Serendipity Studios in Arlington Road for the Camden Clean Air Initiative. Time